Welcome to Redemption Unveiled, where we believe God has an amazing adventure for each of us. Sadly, many Christian women are stuck in the waiting game, feeling confused on how to move forward into what God has for them. Hi, I'm Haley, and I'm here to help you find clarity so you can discover the adventure you were created for. Let's do this. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. I hope you're doing great. Before we get started in today's podcast, I wanted to let you know that if you heard me talk last week about the 21-day focus and you missed your opportunity to join, I want to let you know you can still go to 21dayfocus.com and get on the wait list because we'll be starting one in February for whoever wants to join, and I'm so excited about this. This is a very cool thing that is getting created. So go there if you're interested, and I'll keep you in the loop. Now... As we get started on the podcast today, I want to tell you, we're going to do something we haven't done before here. I am excited. It might turn out stupid. That's cool too. I've learned you just got to move forward with the ideas you have and just let it lay wherever, you know, if it's cool, that's awesome. If it sucks, you know, that's just part of the journey. So we're going to move forward with it. Now today I'm going to tell you a story and the story is all about Um, hiking, a hiker, and you just need to understand, I don't hike. I was not raised by hiking people, uh, so I don't know what I'm talking about, and that is not the point of the story. So feel free to think I'm an idiot. All of that is just perfectly fine, okay? And we're going to get started. Okay, let's go. Today, I want to tell you about this girl that I know. She is a passionate hiker. She loves hiking. But for her, it's not just about the hiking. You see, um, along with as she was growing up hiking, she realized that she loved photography. Now, she used to go on these hikes and she'd find herself stopping every few feet taking pictures of cool things. But she changed her tactics. Along the way, she decided to do something different, something different than the rest of the world. While everyone else is taking a thousand pictures of every moment, she decided to take a different tactic. Now, when she takes a hike, she gives herself one photo and only one photo. She decides the moment that defines the hike and she takes a picture. Now, this doesn't always go well (laughs) because obviously, Sometimes the picture doesn't turn out. Sometimes she gets home and she realizes it feels like she missed out. But for her, this has become a challenge. One picture, one chance. Now, to be honest, the pictures have now ended up meaning a whole lot more to her. Instead of having a hundred pictures of each hike, she has one. (laughs) One time she took a picture and she didn't realize her glove was over the, the camera And it was literally a half-black picture. When she got home, she was so discouraged. But somehow, that picture became one of her favorites. So here she is, a simple girl doing simple hikes. She does like to challenge herself. But for the most part, she just does hikes that are on trails. She doesn't go off the beaten path too much. And she takes her picture. Now, one day, she was on vacation in Colorado. They were there for a week, and she was going on some new trails. She had some friends with her, and she got to the very top, and she was looking around. Now, 
to her surprise, it wasn't the mountains that stole her view. It wasn't the sky. To her surprise, she saw this very specific, almost looked like a, a gift shop or a, a restaurant. She didn't even know. It was at the top of a mountain on the left side. And it drew, it drew her attention. There was a lot of people up there, and she could tell you could reach it by the ski lift. Now she thought to herself, hmm, I think that that would be a really cool place to go before we leave. But then something else caught her eye. On the opposite side of the mountain, there was this beautiful, beautiful clearing. It almost looked like a little circle amongst the trees. And in that clearing, there was this boulder. It laid out flat, almost as if you could walk out on it and see the best view ever. She wondered how many people had walked that trail, assuming there was a trail. It was too beautiful not to be, right? She pointed out to her friend, guys, look at that spot over there. And they looked over like, oh yeah, that's beautiful, and moved on. To her, for some reason, she just kept looking at that spot. She thought that would be the perfect place to take a picture. (laughs) Just one picture. It's all she wanted. She had in her, her mind, most likely, you could get to that restaurant or whatever it was. And she was almost certain, certainly there would have been a path to that perfect spot. It looked almost as if someone had cleared it out. Somebody was inviting her to come and see it and take her picture. So she did something she really had never done before and didn't plan on doing. Instead of taking picture of the most beautiful mountains, the perfect sky, the forest, she decided to take a picture of the peak. This picture even included this restaurant or building or gift shop, whatever it was. It wasn't like her normal pictures. But for whatever reason, that she couldn't really explain, she knew that spot was where she needed to go take a picture. As her and her friends walked down, hiked down, they talked and kind of chatted about things, about how beautiful it was. But for her, she couldn't stop thinking about this picture she wanted to take. They had the next few days, they had some flexible time and they kind of had left their schedules to be flexible so they could do what they wanted to do once they got there. So for her, she knew exactly what she wanted to do. She wanted to go figure out how to get to this perfect clearing so she could get on this boulder and take her picture. So when she got home and got back to the house they were staying at, she started looking on her phone and doing a little bit of research. What is this place called? This place was a place up on the mountain that sure enough you could eat. Most people seem to go up to get the perfect picture. Now, online, it almost looked, it was just a designated picture spot. So she decided to call and ask them, how do I get to this clearing? How do I get to this boulder, this perfect place to take a picture? She knew, she just knew there had to be a way. It was too perfect. 
So she got the number. She called and she asked them. And to her surprise, they had no idea what you're, what they were talking about. And they sounded busy and really not willing to answer her questions. She said, she's like, no, it's not on your side, but it's not far from you guys. Is there a walking trail? Just, they're just like, ma'am, I don't know what you're talking about. We have a designated area and you can't just go on. We don't allow people like that's not part of our, you know, our business where you just go into the mountain and explore. Like we have a designated viewing area that you're free to take pictures. That's what everyone does. She's like, no, 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 that's not what I'm talking about. It was kind of, it was behind you guys. It was kind of on the other side, but surely, ma'am, you are welcome to come take your picture, but we're really busy right now and don't have time. Please call back at a different time. She hung up and she was so perplexed. Like to her, this seemed so obvious. This was the place people needed to take pictures. This is the place she needed to be. So why not? Why don't they have an area there? So she gets off the phone and she tells her friend, guys, remember that spot, that's, that, that clearing I showed you, that boulder I showed, showed you? And they were like, what? Remember that spot I showed you? Well, not really. I mean, kind of. Yeah, sure. She couldn't believe what was happening because for her, it seemed obvious that this was the perfect place. This was where she needed to be. This was the place she needed to go before this vacation was over. Call her a bit obsessive. We can do that. But that's what she wanted to do. She did some more research and found out that you honestly just can't get there. <laughs> like It's not allowed. It's private land. It's protected land. You have to have a special permit to get there. You have to have permission. So... She's like, well, that's disappointing. And she let it go. They finished their trip, did a few more treks, did a few more hikes, and they had a great time. But once she got home and she got her picture developed because she's old school and that's what she does, she actually could not stop thinking of it. it the picture, in all honesty, kind of annoyed her. So she put it in her drawer and she said... I'm done. This is, that was kind of a frustrating trip and I'm not going to think about it. So as the weeks went by and the time passed on, she became convinced, I think I can get there and I think I can do it. So she started making calls. Who owns the land? What's the rules? What do we need to do? Could I go to this restaurant and, you know, find a path over? Would I have to stop from, you know, start from the bottom? Are there any walking trails on this mountain that I could take and then get over to, right? So she starts just thinking, surely. And she makes some calls. Along the way, she starts actually sharing with people kind of her plan. The friends she went with, she starts talking to them. They're like, okay, sure, you know, whatever. We'll go. I don't care. It wasn't... They didn't care, though. That's the thing. For her, this had become some kind of weird obsession. <laughs> but for them, it's like, you, you're kind of making this a thing. When she told her parents about it, her mom immediately became very concerned. You know, this doesn't sound safe. You need to stay on the path. This is not safe for you to just go walking in the mountain. What if you get lost? What if something gets you? What if, what if an animal attacks you? What if you get too cold? What if? 
She had some people who found out about what she was doing just say she's an idiot. Like, you're an idiot. You're an idiot for doing this. There's so many great places to take pictures all over these mountains, and you have to do that one? Like, you're an idiot. But she didn't stop. Call her persistent. Call her an idiot. Um, call her whatever you want. But for some reason, this whole thing, this whole journey for her of taking her one shot has become a calling, you could say. It's become this, this thing where she knows she needs to respond. It, it gives her life. It makes her feel fulfilled. For everyone else, maybe it means nothing. Perhaps no one will ever care about the picture that she takes. Perhaps it's not going to make her any money or fame. But for her, she knows the invitation that she received. For her, it seems clear. For her, the spot was marked out. For her, it seemed like exactly what she needed to do, and she doesn't understand why everyone's making this so difficult or not understanding. So she learned over the next few weeks to start to keep her mouth shut, but move forward. She found the owner of the land. She talked to the owner of the restaurant. She started coordinating a plan of how to get there. Has anyone else done it? Could she talk to people that live there? What are the tips? What are the tricks? She's hiked her whole life, but of course she needs to know a little bit more to go off the beaten path. She found out that there actually is a trail up the side of the mountain. It just goes a different direction, about halfway up. So if she's going to take this, and if she can get permission to do it, she has to go off the path. She has to go a different direction. Now, call her crazy, but she knows for her that the lighting was perfect on this particular time of year for the picture she wants to take. So she plans a trip exactly a year later to the t- to the day, because she's kind of crazy, just to make sure she gets the exact picture. Now, on their first hike, they had make sure they had made sure to get to the peak around sunrise because that's what they do. They love to see the sunrise. The timing gets a little tricky on these hikes, but she started planning. She connected to people on social media that had done some hiking in Colorado like this. She's she connected to people that could help her get there, that have experienced things like this. And she planned her trip. Now, as the day came, she was getting so excited, but also a little bit nervous. I mean, to be honest, she was even thinking, gosh, if I end up getting there, I'm probably going to take more than one picture. (laughs) Like, What if, you know, like she had all this fear, like, what if my camera breaks? What if this? What if this? You know, it's just all these things. So she was trying to prepare as much as she could. And she was excited because the doors were opening and the things were taking place that needed to take place. But here comes her trip. Now, she had made the decision that she, to her mother's great disliking, was going to do it by herself. At this point, everyone had kind of gotten tired of hearing about this. So she had kind of gotten all of this figured out on her own. And she truly felt like she was the one who needed to go. Of course, she was going to do as safe as possible, make sure she had communication, things like that. But she just knew for her that this was something she was going to have to do alone. So the day came 
and the timing, the way it worked out, she was going to have to start actually before the sun was up, obviously. So it was dark, and she got to going. She started on the path, and she had studied this trail so many times, it almost felt like she'd actually done it before, until she got to the part that she had to go off of the path. Now, she's kind of persistent, and she doesn't really struggle with a lot of fear. But at this moment, it was very surprising to her that she felt uneasy about this decision she was making. I mean, and then that made her feel kind of like an idiot because she's the one who spent a year to get to this place. So she pushed on. She went off the path and she went the way that she believed she should go, hoping that she was right in her planning, hoping she was right in understanding the direction she was taking and her mapped out choices she was making. And to her surprise, with each step she took, her anxiety only grew. I mean, to be honest, she thought she was past the hard part. And she's also hiked a lot when it wasn't light out. And so she wasn't expecting this. She wasn't expecting this feeling of complete loneliness, isolation, desperation, anxiety, stress, fear, an overwhelming sweeping feeling to the depths of her soul of loneliness and fear. As if you could see to the most vulnerable parts of herself, all of a sudden, every single thing that people had quietly commented and in her face commented was coming yelling at her face yelling inside of her overtaking her you're an idiot let this go what are you doing you're gonna get eaten you're gonna get lost you'll die out there this is ridiculous for one picture i hope you take more than that this time the only voice she could hear was the voice of fear regret shame critic This feeling of, who do you think you are? You're an idiot. She had kept walking by us. At one point, she had to stop. It was too much. It was too much. This overwhelming sense of feeling as if she was the most idiotic, stupid person on this entire planet. At this moment, she couldn't even remember why in the world she was doing this. And it became very clear to her, this was stupid. For one picture, she's going to do this for one picture. I mean, at this moment, she was absolutely convinced I'm taking more than one. Like, I'm going to take, when I get up there, I'm going to take a hundred pictures. Because this journey is stupid. Like, why am I doing this? Like, this isn't even fun. This isn't even fun. This, this sucks. (laughs) Like, this sucks. So she stops. She's like, I don't even want to do this. Like, I want to go. I want to go back. I want to. I'm just going to go back to the path. Like, I, I'm just going to go. And she stops. And she looks the direction that she came. And she realized she could get back. She could get back to the path. And then she looks the direction she was planning to go. To get that picture. To get to that spot she saw. And she's in the middle of the woods. 
And she hope she hopes she even knows the two. And she just starts breaking down. And she's like, this is ridiculous. I don't know why I am the way I am. I don't know why I thought I should do this. I don't know why this was important to me because at this very moment is like not important at all. And I wish I would have just not even ever started this. Like this is, I don't like it. (laughs) So she turned in the direction to go back, to go back to the path, to go back home, to stop. And as she turned and she took her first step, she couldn't help but, but think about all of the last year, the work she put in. And she knew if she turned back now, like she would never be able to come back. Like she would never have the courage to and she would never get permission to. Like this was her chance. She also wasn't looking forward to telling everyone that had, had doubted her that they were right and that she didn't even have the courage to try. And then something started switching inside of her. Something started, something started kind of that rebellious side of her started coming out. I was like, you know what? I, I don't know if I'm going to get there. And this is stupid. I'm highly convinced of it. But I am not going to go back and show everyone that doubted me that they were right. And with purpose, she turns around and she starts rage walking <laughs> to her destination The first half of the path was filled with overwhelming loneliness, anxiety. And the second half of the off the path area was filled with a quick purpose, a bit of rage, a steadfastness that she decided no matter what happens here, I am getting there. I don't care. I'm going to get there. I'm going to take a picture and I'm going to show everyone, including myself, that this was, there was a reason for this journey. Like I didn't just get called to this place for nothing. I came here because I was invited. I felt the call and I responded and I'm going to respond to this call. I'm going to respond to this voice because that is what I do. And she walked. And somewhere along the journey, her steadfastness and that rage and that persistence and that matter-of-fact decision that she made started clearing out the voice of fear, the voice of self-doubt, the voice of anxiety, the voice of what if. And all of a sudden, she knew where she was going and she knew exactly what she was doing. And that last half off the, off the trail <laughs> literally just flew by every step. Bam, bam, bam. I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm called to do. And I'm getting there. I don't care what it takes. I don't care how long it takes me. I don't care. I am getting there. And she walks and she walks and she walks. And she is so like it's the fear is leaving and the excitement is is coming. And then her anger switches to excitement. And she starts actually moving with with joy and excitement. Now she's been tracking her path and she knows she's getting close just a few minutes away from the clearing she hopes (laughs) And to her very much surprise, as the excitement was building, right before she comes to her destination, she feels slapped across the face with the most 
overwhelming fear of disappointment that she's ever had in her entire life. Instantly, all those voices came rushing back in this voice of, you are going to be disappointed by this. You are going to fail. You're going to get it wrong. There never was a call. You missed it all. Came rushing. Before she could take another step, she realized she knew she was going to do it. I mean, heck, at this point, it's been, <laughs> it's been so long. But she was scared to take another step. Because what does she do if this whole time, this whole time, the voice that she was listening to, the call that she was responding to, this whole time that she was putting her faith in this, what does she do if she steps out into this clearing and is disappointed? Why disappointment is so hard, she wasn't sure, but she knew that if she felt disappointed by this experience, she might never take another picture on a hike again. She felt like she was going to lose something much, much bigger than hiking and pictures, a faith and excitement about life, the adventure side of life. And she took a moment and she decided there's only one way to find out if this is a big disappointment or not. And she stepped into the opening. To her surprise, she immediately felt the memory that she had a year ago. She immediately knew she was not going to be disappointed by this. There's times in our life that everything seems to stop and we're almost able to take every part of our experience in and absorb it. And for her, that's what was happening at this moment. That's what was happening. She was having a moment in her life that she knew changed her forever. She wasn't even up on the boulder yet and she knew that 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 feeling, that call that she had a year ago was completely validated in this moment. She could feel it. She knew that she wasn't going to be disappointed. She knew she was going to get the perfect picture. She knew she wasn't going to have to take a hundred. She knew it. She found her way to the boulder and quite easily was able to get to the exact spot that she wanted to go. She knew that the sun was going to rise at the perfect spot in about 15 minutes. The timing was perfect. She got set down and pulled her camera out of her bag. And at this moment, she wasn't crying. She wasn't, <laughs> she wasn't super emotional. She literally felt so secure and safe because she was thinking about this last year of her life over this experience that many people would say was just stupid. And yet for her, she knew she had been invited. She knew she was being invited to get a gift. And yet when a year ago when she saw it, she thought it would be as simple as taking a ski lift up with a little walk over to this boulder. 
She had no idea what she was signing up for. She had no idea what she was doing. (laughs) Now she knows if she knew a year ago what she was going to have to go through, she wouldn't have worried about it. In that moment a year ago when she saw this spot, she would have said, no thank you. She's not a famous photographer. She's not, you know, going to make millions off off of this perfect shot. This is literally was something for her. Now, as she was sitting there for the 15 minutes and the sun, the sky slowly began, began to lighten and give light to the things around her. She looked in all directions She tried to find the very spot that she was standing a year ago. And to her surprise, very much surprise, in a direction that wasn't quite where the sun was rising, was where she was standing a year ago. And as the sun was rising, the way it landed on that area looked like the most beautiful rainbow, not like rainbow, rainbow colors, but like stripes of different textures and colors covering the mountains. This whole time she was planning to take a picture of the sunrise. That was the whole plan. And now in this moment, she realizes that's not the picture. The picture she's here for is this. It's the picture of where she was standing a year ago today. It's the picture of this beautiful image. And it wasn't just like symbolic of, oh, this is where I was a year ago. It No, it was breathtaking. It was so beautiful. It was unlike anything she'd ever seen before on any of her hikes, on any of her sunrises. And she got her camera out and she took the picture. And in that moment, her life was changed forever because she knew no matter what happened in the future, she knew the voice of the call. And she knew that no matter what it cost her, she would spend the rest of her life saying yes to that call. The end. Here's what I want you guys to know. I want you to understand something about the adventure that you are called for. The adventure that you are created for. I don't know what dreams you have in your life. I don't know where you, what you want to create on this earth. But I do know this, that if you say yes, It's going to look different than you expect. It's going to take longer than you expect. There's going to be twists and turns and critics and fear and obstacles. There's going to be so many things. You're going to give up and have to decide if you want to pick it back up again. Every single call of God on our life, it costs us. And if you don't want it to cost you, then you shouldn't even respond in the first place. Every single call comes with a cost. And let's be clear. You are not going to sit around in your life and be validated by every single person that you live life with. You don't get that. You don't get to 
see the place God is taking you and have everyone understand and support it. That's not how this works. That is not how the call of God on our life works. I've been talking a lot lately about adventure and about the adventures that God has for us. And I'm so excited to, I've been really thinking about the different things we need to cover and the different things we need to learn to fully understand this. I am convinced, absolutely convinced that every single person on this earth is invited on adventures with God. These are supposed to be gifts to our life. But the thing that most of us don't understand is without problems, without obstacles, and without challenges, you don't have an adventure. You don't. It is the cost that makes it valuable. If you get to take the ski lift up on a, you know, in an afternoon, take the picture and go home, that was not an adventure. It is the cost and the time that the journey takes you that gives it an adventure. You have to have the challenges. I am here to help women figure out the adventures that God is inviting them on and to do them. I'm not telling you what you should do. I'm not telling you exactly how you have to live your life. That's That's not what I'm supposed to be doing here. I'm here to tell you the things that God has asked you to do are your job to do it. And if you expect everyone to do it for you, everyone to always be supportive of you, all of it to be easy and to be handed to you, then you have missed the whole point. And let me explain something that's actually, to me, very discouraging, but it's fact. At the end of the day, it's not the destination that ends up having the value. The picture, yes, it is great. But the picture is only valuable. The accomplishment, the achievement is only valuable because of the cost of the journey. It is the journey that gives your adventure value. And in that way, it is the difficulty, the time, the cost that it is that gives it the value. I need you to understand this because I need more women to get out of this belief that if we do Christianity right, our life is easy. That Christianity is about avoiding difficulty. No, adventure is, or Christianity is about walking a life with God, staying focused on him, being willing to do what he asks us to do, and surrendering the fact that it's all turning out so much different than we expected. And that's what I want to teach women to do, okay? As I've been continuing to look at this, research it, think about it, study it, the thing is, is if you want to have the adventure that God has for you, you've got to do three things. You have to be focused, you have to take action, and you have to surrender that it's going to look so much different than you expected. And it's going to be disappointing. And if you can't do those three things, you will miss it. The people that miss out on God's adventures are people that aren't focused, they won't act, and they won't let go of their plans. They won't let go of what they expected. And so this is what I need from you. I need you to get focused. I need you to find a way to hear what God wants you to do with your life. I need you to get the vision of what God is asking you to do. 
And then the second thing I need you to do is I need you to act on it. And I need you to stop waiting till your entire life is perfect and everything is easy. No, I need you, once you know what God is asking you to do, I need you to start doing something like today. Today. I need you to start doing something today. I need you to stop waiting for tomorrow or for Monday or for next month or for next year or until you're less busy or until the money gets better. I need you to stop all that. And I need you to do it today. And I need you to know that as you start today, the next thing that happens after you start is that you're disappointed. <laughs> That's, I'm sorry. I know it sucks to hear that, but if you know it, then you can understand. It's not that things aren't working out so you miss the call. It's the fact that you now are responding to the call and so things aren't gonna work out. The obstacles are gonna come. But let's be clear, if you want to live the adventure God has for you, you're going to have to choose to push through the obstacles, to learn how to persevere, to, you know, to restart after you quit. <laughs> I like to call it fake quitting because, guys, I fake quit all the time. I'm a fake quitter. I quit all the time. And I'm like, well, no, I think I'll get back out there. Right? And so I need you to pick that up. And lastly, I need you to surrender and be willing to let go of your plans. If you can't let go of your plans, then stop saying you're a Christian. I'm sorry. I know I'm being kind of rough today, but I'm so passionate and so clear on this. Like to me, it's so obvious that our faith is literally saying that we choose God's will over ours. And there's a lot of difficulty in that because personally, his plans particularly his timing is a lot different than mine. And seemingly he likes to take the long way around, the scenic route around. And who knew this, that the entire point of the adventure maybe isn't the accomplishment at the end, but it's who am I becoming and who do I say God is? Who is God to you? How much do you need God? Because I'm convinced, I am absolutely convinced that so much of us, so so many of us don't feel close to God because we don't actually need him in our life to survive. Have you ever been through something really bad? And during that time, you look back and you felt really close to God because you needed him so much. But there's this happening that happens when we get out of the valley and our life gets easy again. There's this laziness that comes because we like it easy but we were not created for easy we're not created for lazy we're created for adventure you are created to accomplish things on this earth and as you do you will become the person god wants you to be because you're going to have to lean on him so much because you are so weak and you are going to fail and you are going to look stupid and people aren't going to support you and you have to learn to love along the way you have to learn to accept you have to learn boundaries and you have to learn to keep moving forward even though things are not turning out as you expected, you have to learn to surrender your will and take God's will over yours. You see, this is the gift of adventure. It's not, hey guys, we got to accomplish so many things. Yeah, we do need to accomplish things. 
But for me and this mission, it's not about getting you to be accomplishers. It's about getting you to be trusters of the God that you serve. It's about you becoming the people you're created to be, but knowing you can only become those people if you say yes and you keep saying yes and you do. We can't just be planners. We can plan for the rest of our life, but what counts is what have we done? What actions have you taken that cost you? What has cost you times when God invited you to do something and you said yes and it cost you and you had to learn to trust God and trust his plans even when things literally sometimes feel like they are not working out very well. This is the adventure that we are created for. So as you guys can see, I am super passionate about this. I'm so excited. I'm very confident that this is what I'm supposed to be teaching. And so I want you to know that for Redemption Unveiled, we are here. We are here. I am here to help equip women say yes to the adventure God has for them. And we're going to figure it out. We're going to keep talking about all the different aspects so we can be equipped, so we can get out there and do what we're called to do and become who we're created to be and have the relationship with God that we were born to have. Okay, I'll see you guys back here on Wednesday. Bye. What a great conversation. I'll see you guys back here next Wednesday. Until then, you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. I'll see you around. Bye.